Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Get Geek Podcast, where we celebrate geek, nerd, and pop culture. Each week, we deliver the best analysis for fans, by fans, on anything related to movies, TV, video games, comics, anime, and manga. We talk geek. And now, here's the Get Geek Podcast. Hello, Internet. Welcome to another episode of the Get Geek Podcast. I am Jose. This is AJ. And this is Walt. And this week we are discussing the finale, the series finale of WandaVision, episode nine, titled the series finale. But first, a couple of quick disclaimers. You've heard them ad nauseum for the last couple of weeks, but we just want to remind you all out there, we are recording remotely. So if there are any sound issues or artifacts or any other problems you have with the podcast that go beyond the sound or anything regarding the sound, please let us know. We absolutely love feedback from our fans. So please, whatever you want to talk to us about, if it's a problem, you can let us know. And by the way, the best way to support your favorite podcast crew is to like, rate, share, and subscribe to your favorite podcast. You know the spiel. You can find us on all your favorite podcast platforms, wherever your favorite podcasts are sold. So please give us some feedback. Give us some likes, rate, shares, and subscribes. Interact with us. We love interacting with our fans. And yeah, let's get started. Let's talk about WandaVision Episode 9, the series finale. And that's leading us into... The next big series that's coming out in just a couple of weeks, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, but this episode, very quickly, it's it's just Wanda and Vision and all the, the protagonists basically fighting for the fate of themselves and for the fate of Westview against Agatha Harkness and all of our other antagonists, let's say, for this show. Let's get right into it. Like I said, first off, I want to talk about... Um, Let's talk about this like in terms of how we we enjoyed and viewed and where we see the characters maybe going on the show, um, you know, both in this series, obviously, and in the future of the MCU. I want to talk about White Vision and Vision first, right? So the beginning of the episode, of course, um, Agatha is fighting Wanda and then Vi White Vision ends up showing up and ends up attacking Wanda, right? <clears throat> but then... Vision shows up and saves Wanda from White Vision. They have this big Vision brawl, um, which for me, I like. I'll just say really quickly. I thought that that fight was really, really cool. I think that that was one of the best fights I've seen in the MCU so far with Vision. I thought it was just really cool how they kind of had their back and forth with those powers. It's actually the best one. It's actually the best one in the episode. I was gonna, I was gonna say that, but I didn't want to say it right away. But since you kind of agree with me, <laughs> I'll say like, yeah. yeah. To me, that was like the coolest fight of the episode not only the back and forth between vision and white vision but i really like the the way that they resolved the fight actually so right what do you guys yeah. think of that well i i i happen to agree with you on that because i i thought that vision fight was what you would kind of expect a vision fight would be because you know what Yes, he is this this android that can manipulate mass and and things like that, and he can fly, and he's using the mind stone and all that mm -hmm. stuff. But he's also a very intellectual character, and I thought the fight yeah. itself it it, it kind of reflects the character perfectly. Mm -hmm. You know, 
Um, Both of them. It, it's this big brawl. Because yeah, you had that moment exactly. that I thought was cool in the fight where Vision phases through White Vision. And then if you've noticed, mm-hmm. White Vision does it to him again later in the fight. So yeah, they, they do it a couple of times other, during right? the fight. Yeah, they exactly. learn it from each other, I should say, you know. So like, so I thought I thought it was a very a very good character driven mm-hmm. fight, you know, because everything that we know of Vision was perfectly encapsulated in that fight. You know, you start out with the brawl, but at the end of the day, he's very intellectual and you know, very very thoughtful. And they end up with the, you know, the the boat of thesis, which I thought was a spectacular thing yeah. to to bring Theseus. up. Theseus, Thank you, yes. AJ. Yeah, that's that's why I really like the resolution of the fight. Actually, that was 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 interesting to me because, like you said, Walt, and I want to hear what you think, AJ. Like that was a very very well character driven fight, and also I think resolution to the fight. Basically, I don't know what did you think mm-hmm. of that, AJ, with with everything involving Vision and White Vision. I guess in terms of the fight and the resolution. Of it. I guess you could say it was Vision. <laughs> A visionary series. Actually, he like kind of called it in terms of how it, it the 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 end of the fight, but now ex- not exactly how mm-hmm. it happened, right? That was terms Eli. Of, no, I'm sorry, AJ. I'm sorry, AJ actually uh, called it prior to this because he said, "Well, what would you say, AJ? You explain it. T- tell us." So originally, what I thought was going to happen mm-hmm. because it's clear that quote unquote real vision can't leave the hex mm-hmm. so when they introduced spectral vision i was like okay well wait that's an actual vision what if that's actually a a bad thing for hayward because what if wanda just goes hey wait this is vision's actual consciousness mm-hmm. that's a physical vision let's just throw that thing yeah. in there <laughs> but it ended up being and vision doing it yeah white vision yeah <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it did kind of happen, just not exactly detail by detail. I think that's one of the few things that I actually called about this finale episode. Because if if you guys remember, and full obviously, full um, admissions, we had all kinds of theories about Mephisto and Cathan and all this other stuff. Yeah, not that wasn't oh, none of that came true. Sorry. I'm glad I saw that right, coming. right. But I did. <laughs> I do have the one prediction, like I said, that I made was that the vision that was was in WandaVision from the start was real, quote unquote, but could only exist inside the hex and that Wanda would have to make that gamble or that decision at the end, kind of like Wonder Woman, if you guys remember. I thought she would have to decide between, you know, being the hero or like keeping her her fake life with vision and all of that. So that was maybe the one thing that that I got right. But yeah, I think I agree. I think that the way that they reasoned with each other to resolve that fight was actually pretty spectacular and and made me like the character of Vision even more than I already have so far in this series. Um, and I do want to say, like, like we'll get to it maybe a little bit later because this involves Wanda's character, of course. But I really enjoyed the goodbye, the final scene. I think, like, overall, the episode had some rough moments and some great moments, and I think that, that Vision was involved in a lot of the episode's great moments. And so was Wanda, but Vision yeah. was like really involved in the ending goodbye and and all of that as well. Yeah, Paul Bettany was really, really good in this yes. series. Yes. I mean, I'm still not gonna lie, I'm still kinda angry that 
he said, oh, there's going to be this super awesome dude. And it ended up just being himself. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. He he said something, I think, like, on Good Morning America. He was like, yeah. basically like, they're going to be so mad when they find out it was me. But you know what? You know what I, I want to know? I actually want to know what somebody else thinks about the fight between Vision and White Vision. And I want to know what that person thinks of Vision's arc real quick. And I want to know what they thought of the resolution of the fight between Vision and White Vision. Eli, what's up? Hello. How did I, what? How did I you were there? He just phased in here. What? <laughs> Late arrival to the I'm podcast. Yeah. yeah, he just like Vision phased right. into, the, into the podcast. So tell me though, Eli, it, yeah. and what's up? It's good to hear from you. I'm glad that you were able to join us. What did you think of you. Vision? White Vision, the fight between the two of them, and the resolution of the fight. Really quick thoughts on that in the episode. It was, I mean, you you can already guess what I'm about to say. It was a little bit cringe. <laughs> How did I oh, know? Man. How did I we know? We all liked it, Why? so we figured you were going to hate it. Was, it. it was, <laughs> Why? it's just, I don't know. I didn't, I thought there were, much more ways that you could go about a situation like that, and they just happened to choose the one that, that I was didn't the like. only way. No wait, because that's who Vision is. And that's why I didn't like the whole idea with White. You vision. mean the you mean the the way that they resolved the fight, or the way? Well, you didn't like White Vision at all. I didn't like White Vision okay. at all. Okay, so his his problem was with the character itself. Yeah, I just I just felt like it was like one of those last re- resort. Let's reach for this. Just push him into this, just because. I mean, why we need vision to live on? It's just like I can, I can see seat. where I guess I can see where you can say that um, it, it kind of feels like a um, a, an easy way to bring vision back. Yeah, you know, it was like a so. failsafe. So I, I just didn't, I just didn't like it. So you didn't like the way that they handled it, though. You know, well, aside from the fact that vision, white vision, is here, and he shows up in the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they bring him there for a specific reason. But do you like the way that they handled White Vision and his transition into, no. quote unquote, the vision? No, I didn't like his thing okay. at all. At w- all. What did you. It just felt so. What did you think about Vision, his character? Let's separate him from White Vision. What do you think about him in this episode? Yeah. And I guess quick Hex thoughts vision. on him as a character this season. Did you enjoy it or was that also kind of cringe? No, he was. He, he was good because it showed how like he played more of a human role than he did an actual android mm-hmm. role, and I think that that deserved a, uh, uh, yay. Yeah, yeah. Right. We definitely got to see more of why he and Wanda fell for each other and how human he was, how human he became actually from his his start in Age of Ultron until his end in Infinity War. Uh, I will say that for the fans, and, and Walt, you know this as well, there is precedent in the comics with the White Vision character. Uh, he was basically a similar origin to the, the White Vision in the series. He was a rebuilt Vision that didn't have Vision's soul, basically. And in the comics, uh, that's Wonder Man who gives Vision his personality and his soul, not Jarvis or, or the Mind Stone or anything like that. But it is it is handled a little bit differently. And you know what, Eli? I, I do... I do kind of agree, and then we'll, we'll let's get to some some other aspects of this episode. But I agree in the sense that I thought 
just as an overall episode, it was a little rushed. And I think that that was a, a, an issue with the short nature of the entire series that they couldn't really expand the last episode a little bit more to fit everything in. And so I thought they could have yeah. done a little bit more with white vision in that way. But I overall kind of before like we, before we move on from white vision, can I, can I ask the question? Because I'm, I'm still trying to reach as, as to figure out why, what the motivation was, but why, what, what purpose did Hayward play in this, in this whole thing? I mean, we, did we ever yeah, get just a to... reason why he was doing all, I know yeah. what he was doing. I don't understand why Hayward he was, was stupid. <laughs> I, and I think that's, that's one of the things that kind of, you know, took me out of that whole, you know, last episode and why I'm not really sold on, on saying that this was a great episode, even though it, it did have a lot of moments because Hayward was basically just a uh, mustaching twirling vision uh, villain mm -hmm. with no real purpose except for to push the plot along the only and and that's generally not what the mcu does not anymore with yeah. their that was their early villains you know right exactly it, it felt like we were reverting back and that's the one thing that i really you know walked away from that episode with a really bad taste in my mouth. It was like, what is going on with this guy? I think we'll certainly see White Vision again. I think this is how they're going to bring him back, obviously, as Eli said. But yeah, Hayward was a wasted character to me, mostly be because like, if any characterization was given as to his reasons why he did what he did, there was that moment in the early episodes where he he said to Monica, like, you didn't you don't know what it's been like. Well, after the snap, right, he talked about the, the five year period. So the only yeah, thing yeah. I can think of, but they didn't really flesh it out enough, was that he was like paranoid and scared, and he was kind of like Tony Stark trying to put a a suit of armor around the world. He didn't trust him. It was poor characterization, I think, in the end, and it just yeah, didn't work it, for it me. Just, yeah, I didn't like his character. I like that actor too, so it's kind of a shame. Yeah, I know that's the pro that's the problem because he's a really good actor, but his character was just crap. Yeah, to be honest. So so let's anyway. move on to let's talk about the Pietro fighting Monica Rambo or Spectrum or Photron or whatever you would like to call her. She, they haven't revealed what her superhero name is going to be yet, but she's clearly got powers now. So we, we had that, that moment at the end of two episodes ago, I think, where, where Fietro kind of uh, catches Monica snooping around Agatha's and his house. And then in this episode, they, she's, he's basically holding her hostage. He seems to have Quicksilver's powers, but then... She super easily overpowers him after like a couple of like, I guess, comedic moments. So I'm going to say, like I said, I'll open it off this, this one as well. I didn't like this scene really at all. Okay. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Uh, I thought it was a stupid fight. It, it, it was, I, th I get kind of what they were trying to do here is like Monica's not understanding her powers yet. Cause they kind of had a throwback to that or a, a moment like that later in the episode, right? When she protects the twins. But like I didn't like the the conflict, right? Because he has he has Quicksilver's powers. They don't really explain why. They don't really explain how. They don't really explain if it's connected to to anything in the in the Fox X Men universe, which it didn't have to be. But I thought there should have been something a little bit bigger than like, okay, we find out he's Ralph. His last name is Boner. Ha ha. Was played for a joke. Uh, it's also a, a reference to I think Growing Pains, right? Growing Pains is one of his one of the characters was named Boner. But, like, mm -hmm. the whole resolution of this scene really meant nothing to me because we find out that his name is Ralph Boner. We find out he's a resident of the town. 
and then we find out absolutely nothing else beyond that. We don't know why Agatha chose well, him. We don't know anything he's an actor. else beyond that. But yeah, AJ, what, what are your he's thoughts? He's an actor. His powers were in the necklace. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's kind of implied, sure. but yeah. also why did he, why did the fight have to be like, then he had that comedic moment where he put his hands up and he was like, you want to tussle? And then Monica just like hip throws him and the fight is over. Well, that's another Stupid. thing. He may be fast, but A, he's not experienced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. B, he doesn't even really know how to fight. Not at all. <laughs> he was just really a prankster who, hey, look, I have powers now. Sweet. Do you think he was aware of what was going on? Because it didn't look like it. It looked like he was under a spell. It looked like he was aware that he was actively working with, what's her name? I don't think so. No. So what you're thinking is that maybe in that moment when Monica snatched really? the necklace uh, off him, he know. realized he didn't have yeah. powers anymore, and that's why he was scared? Because I read the opposite, and I want to th- know what you think, Eli. I read the opposite. To me, it seemed like he was he was breaking from the trance when he pulled it, when Monica pulled the necklace off. What, what do you think, Eli? Oh. That fight and that character, oh, like that whole scene, and I guess what did you think was going on there? It was cringe. Yeah, and I felt like it was a waste of his we character. We agree on that. I I know I mm-hmm. know I said that um him being in the multiverse would have been cool, but I I understand that you can't really do that with what they did with Agnes, yeah. right? But um even still, it just it was making someone who has powers a prankster, especially in a situation like yeah. this, is just it's so wasted it was very silly it was definitely very silly yeah. what about you Walt? what did you think of that that whole situation it sounds like you agree mm. sort of but flesh it out for me uh, all right uh, it's very very easy as as much as i disliked um hayward's character um i hated what they did with pietro's character in this mm-hmm. episode uh Fietro. Fietro. big Ralph. difference um he he's a an actor because the way she finds out is that he has a headshot mm-hmm. which has his name on it. You know what? <sighs> to me, it, it, this was just this was just really and th- this is one of the things I'm going to criticize this series on. This was really poor writing, just for the sake of fan service on the part of the the writers of the show, because. You take a character that's Quicksilver. It's not even the Quicksilver that that exists in this universe. It's a Quicksilver that exists in the Fox mm-hmm. universe. And attach nothing to mm-hmm. him in terms of in terms of that. You have a character that just, you know, I was excited for the fact that when um Darcy she uttered the line, they recast Pietro. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. This episode undid all of that because it had nothing to do with the Fox universe. It had nothing to do with Quicksilver himself. It's just an actor. It had how in the world did she, she meaning Agatha, pick a person who just happens to be in Westview that looks exactly like the Quicksilver from another movie universe and then attach yeah, it to that? I agree. It, it made like no sense whatsoever to me. Way yes. too I think I think for me, like I thought I see where Kevin Feige was going with it. Like it was fun when we first saw it, but the fact that he kind of made him a central character after that was what ruined it for me. 
Because if you're just going to have like mm-hmm. the troll, the joke, oh, it's Evan Peters. Ha ha. Get rid of him after that. Toss him. Like, you know, like when she when she like flung him into the into the gravestones in that episode, when he said your dead husband can't die twice. He's written out of the show at that point. I think that 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 then I would have been happy, yeah. satisfied. And it's, all right. It was an anomaly. It was in her head. That's why he looked that way. And we're moving on with it. I would have I would have believed that a lot better than the whole, oh, he's an mm-hmm. actor that just happens to live in, in Westview. That idea that you just suggested where it's like, you know, everything that's in the hex is is changed by Wanda. Yeah. That makes Which a lot of sense. Which is what they did with other things. So it would have made sense right. for this to happen here. And then again, again a fun little moment. Another wasted, but, another wasted character. Yeah. Why He served absolutely no in the end, that's what happened. And it was the same with him and Hayward. They were both set up to be something interesting, and they both didn't really end up in a great place, right. in my opinion. Uh, that's, that's a misstep on, my, on, on their part, in right. my opinion. Okay, so, so let's, let's move on to, I guess we have, in this point, we, we have the continuing conflict between Agatha, Vision, White Vision, Wanda, and the twins uh, come to Wanda's aid. They have um, uh, Billy has a vision of... Wanda, when when she later in the episode kind of loses control, he has a vision of it. So they go to help her out. And we have a, a what I think is definitely an Incredibles Easter egg, that moment where the family all kind of poses and gets ready to fight. Um, and I like that scene. I thought that scene was entertaining. I thought it was it, it was fun how they like had the little moment with them using their powers. Um, and I I definitely enjoyed I thought it was a cool if cliche line when Vision says to the boys like boys now me and your mom haven't prepared you for this and wanda says but you were born for it like to me it was cliche but it was also kind of like this is a hint that this is going to be a mutant x-men thing maybe they're going to tie into later even if it wasn't tied to in this show so i mean i thought that scene was actually pretty cool um and i like i said i liked how they used their powers how the kids use their powers how wanda continued to use their powers in the scene and how vision well kind of went off and continued fighting white vision we already talked about that what did you guys think of that quick little incredibles homage um aj 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 your name is not aj aj please can you give me your thoughts on that scene i mean it was pretty fleeting to be honest it's what happened after that scene that held my interest Mm -hmm. okay yeah but I mean, I guess it was, you know, a little poke. <laughs> a little moment. All right, Walt. Haha, ha, Disney is everywhere. It, 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 it's just, can't get away from I think it. The Incredibles was on ah. the awning, too, when the town went through a couple of phases. I think that was up there. I don't remember if it was this episode yeah, or Yeah, I was last. trying to see that on the first, uh, the first one. I, I didn't get a chance. I haven't gotten a chance to see it again. Yeah, so. normally I watch it a couple sure, of times, sure. but I didn't get to do that this week before we started. But yeah, um, yeah. What, what did you? What else did you guys think about that quick little fleeting moment and the fight and Wanda's conversation and Vicious conversation with the kids? Because that was their big one of their big moments in the episode. I, I think um, in this episode, you know, the kids were really front and center, mm-hmm. as as opposed to some of the other episodes. I think um, they did a really good job in terms of you know, not only uh, bringing them into that final fight and having them actually do something, which, you know, I, up until this point, they really haven't been, you know, um, 
doing much of anything. They're kind of they've kind of been like sideline characters, and this this episode actually put them in the forefront. So I, I do like that they did that. Um, I also like the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good sentimental thing, but I'm I'm curious as to what happens going forward, and I, I guess we could speak about that a little mm-hmm. bit later. But um, the way they set up the kids, uh, it's it's very interesting and it has implications for the MCU going yeah. forward. Um, but like I said, we could talk about it later. Yeah. But in terms of just the, you know, that little scene with the fight and the Incredibles, I, I thought it was well done. I, I finally liked that they were there. And they had know? a little bit more Jose? agency. I agree because I feel like this episode definitely established that you – like these are characters in the MCU now, whether you see them now yeah. and they're not even there for a little bit, they'll be, they will be back somehow. And of course, we'll talk about that as well. But and and they're, yeah, they're gonna be formidable because you know they were holding their own as kids. Yeah. So imagine you know, and again we're Billy we're getting into bullet, a little right? bit of Tommy takes yeah, the exactly. guns and takes the hat just like his brother did in the X Men movies. They're gonna be they're gonna or be a uncle, force when they right? grow up. If they grow yeah, up. which I mean, we'll leave that. We'll leave there, that. Alone. There's definitely, I believe, rumors. I'm not sure it's been confirmed, but there's a lot of rumors about Young Avengers and all that. But I guess we'll see. Because slot them right now. Well, in sorry, Young Avengers. Yeah. Well, okay. You have a lot of the characters already out there. I mean, you know, you have Kate mm-hmm. Bishop. Um, Who's that again? She's Hawkeye's mentor. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. or in mentee. the comic books, is it's her daughter. You know, right? Um, I don't know how exactly they're going to do it on in the Hawkeye show. Yeah, and then you also have Stark's daughter. You have these two. You kids. have yeah. You have and Stark's. You have Iron friend, Man, Ironheart coming right? out. Tony Stark's friend, that kid from Iron Man three. You could exactly. be a young man, and you do have Ironheart. There's a. I believe that's a. That's confirmed, right. right. It's a cartoon. I think the Ironheart right? series. Oh, is Ironheart? it? Okay. It's still it's still going to be canon because mm-hmm. the cartoons are going to be canon, exactly. unless it's the What If series. So, so Young Avengers you is all being these set up. characters. Yeah. Eli, you have all these characters. Eli, did you did you think that scene was cringe, or did you like? What did you think of it? Totally, totally, totally did. <laughs> you know what? I I think we need to whenever we speak to Eli, we we got to call it cringe corner. Yeah, it's not corny anymore. It's cringe. He's he's evolving. Yeah, cringe. He's evolving <laughs> to a new place. All right. So it was cringe. I, I think that's all we need to hear from Eli on this one. Uh, let's get to <laughs> Agatha in this episode. Okay. Agatha has been one of my favorite characters from episode one. I love Catherine Hahn. I've enjoyed her as Agnes. I enjoyed the reveal of her as Agatha Harkness. And so in this episode, obviously, as we said before, this is the big final conflict, and we find about find out about Agatha's big evil plan, which well, I was pretty lukewarm I'm about. I'm going to absorb you. Yeah, I was I was fairly lukewarm about that because, like Walt said about about Hayward, it kind of felt like a cackling mustachioed villain kind of twirling their mustache a little bit. I, I, it was better than Hayward by far, and it was better than some of the bad MCU villains that really had no good motivation, but it didn't think it was great. Like, I guess what? She just finds people with powers and absorbs them? That's what she's been doing throughout history? Perhaps. I don't know. What do, what do you guys think of the plan, I guess? I, my, my thing with the plan, I think the plan is mm-hmm. fine, because we, but the problem is we saw, we saw another character that has the same plan. Which one? Which is Baron Mordo. Oh yeah, Baron, Baron Mordo. Mordo. And and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 
Barrett Mordor. And, um, you know, I, I had speculated that he might, along with Doctor Strange, those were my two picks for, for this mm-hmm. episode. Um, basically, she's Baron Mordo in female yeah. form. And and that that kind of is perplexing that they would take that stance with her because, you know, it's quite clear that Mordo isn't finished in the MCU. No, I hope not. And so you're going to have two basically same characters with the exact same motivation. That was a little weird for me. I liked Agatha's character overall. Mm-hmm. I think she was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I was just a little disappointed with that. Um, you know, it, it just, I, I mean, it made sense based on the her backstory that they gave her in the show. Yeah. But we already have a character that's that we've introduced that we're kind of saying this is what he's going to do. We didn't need another one in this show doing the exact same thing. Unless they team up in Multiverse of Madness because they did have the implication that Agatha would be back, right? So, I mean... Okay, so it's possible that they do a team up. It's it's still, to me, like just like also the fight between her and Wanda... I got yeah. the concept of it, but it also kind of fell flat to me, but I think it's, it's an issue. I, so I like very quickly, I think we can definitely get into this in greater detail, but, but I think this is where we're going to start running into the MCU, MCU power scaling problem, right? Because you have this character of Wanda Maximoff who becomes the Scarlet Witch in this episode, right? Like she officially achieves the title. She gets the costume, she gets everything, but like, mm-hmm her fight was super underwhelming. It's like just a couple of people floating around, like throwing energy blasts at each other. Cool. But like, how do we illustrate that she is this, this Nexus being this character that is so much stronger than everybody else. I didn't see it in this episode. I I saw it more in her manipulating the reality, but I didn't see it in anything that she did in the fight with Agatha, with Agatha Harkness. I I will say this. um, It's still kind of early for Wanda. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, you know, we, we get that, that end credit scene where she's going through the dark, better display of her power, I think. think. Right. Exactly. I think that's where we're going to see true Scarlet Witch. Mm -hmm. I think right now she's, she's baby Scarlet Mm -hmm. Witch, (laughs) you know, she hasn't gotten her full power. So, but yeah, I agree with you that, that fight with her and Agatha was a little underwhelming, you know, it's just basically it was basically a very poor version of Dragon Ball where just, they're just showing, they're just throwing off Kamehame blasts all over Until the place. Until one of them overwhelms know? the other, basically. Yeah. I, I thought Agatha would probably be a little bit more powerful than that. Yeah. You know? I, I like the resolution of the fight. I thought the runes thing was relatively clever, even though it was kind of like... Every super you didn't, Yeah, I was about yeah. to say that. But the only thing I would say about that is that, like, really, Agatha, you didn't see, like... Like, because you saw that moment where she was like, "Why is she missing me?" Kind of on purpose, right? Agatha had that sort of realization. You didn't see the runes popping up. You don't think Agatha up? was? You don't. You don't think Agatha was probably a little overconfident in that and thinking that Wanda didn't know how to use. Sure, her sure, but we we've that's, seen that's that a lot I, I too from villains. It's like overconfident villain loses because oh, yeah. they're too overconfident again. It's like a James Bond villain that explains their whole plan. It's like, all right, we've seen. It yeah, before. exactly. And she did explain her whole plan. So, James Bond villain, right? <laughs> I don't know. Basically, uh, Eli, like, was this cringe or no? AJ, I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? Yeah, Thoughts? Yeah. I was going to say like, <laughs> I mean, maybe it was also the power going to her head. Yeah. He was like, yeah, no one can touch me with their magic. If she misses, so what? Yeah, 
Because she was just absorbing it, right? I was surprised she wasn't like trying to get yeah. in the way of it, like jump in the way of the magic as she was missing. But you know what would have been cool? Because, and she even said it during the fight, too. Wanda was like, you want the power, you can have it. I was fully expecting Hulk. a Hulk-style moment. <laughs> yeah. It was like, take it all. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, it's so much. Well, we've seen that before, too. I don't know if I would have loved that yeah. either, to be honest. Plus, I, I didn't yeah. want, well, it wouldn't have necessarily have killed Agatha, but I definitely didn't want her to die. I really like her character. I want to see more of her, even though the ending for me was a little underwhelming. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what about Eli? What did you think of Agatha's character, the fight, yeah. and her and her fate, which we'll talk about also, I guess. Was that cringe? They ruined her. Cringe. There's four corners to this cringe corner. Just cringy <laughs> all around. Like, it wasn't cringe. It was just another wasted character. Because I literally, like, back in, like, episode, what, like, two episodes mm-hmm. ago, right, from the last episode, you had that super awesome uh, Agatha theme song, which <laughs> which I love. Which hit number one on iTunes, yeah. by the way. No way. Yeah, it, it was did. Agatha yeah. all along. It hit number really? one. Really? Yeah, wow. It, it hit number one Absolutely on iTunes. Absolutely did. So. <laughs> A lot of people like that. Yeah, but, like, I expected so much from her, and... It was just put to waste because she barely did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I I think I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll jump see. on a a point that you made, Jose, mm-hmm. was that you know now we're getting into power levels, and I think this is where the MCU is gonna have a hard time doing that because before you know it's it's all about strength and and dexterity and intelligence and stuff right. like that. Magic is such an abstract concept. Mm-hmm. That you know, and I think maybe that has something to do with why we thought you know this fight with Agatha and Wanda was so underwhelming. Because how do you really show a magic fight? It's the Harry you Potter know? syndrome I mean, too, right? Because have, have you guys exactly. seen all the Harry Potter movies? Yes, right. We have. So remember the big, yeah, the big showdown between Harry Potter and Voldemort, where they just basically do a Dragon Ball struggle and they shoot beams at each other. Yeah, yeah. Just with wands. Yeah, they have a wand off yeah. basically, where they shoot beams oh. at each other and eventually like. Well, and this is a little different because Voldemort wins, right? And that and him killing mm-hmm. Harry ends up, you know, we, we all know the story, right? Him and him killing Harry ends up being to I his detriment. I actually don't. Harry? Really? Remember it? I've never seen it. Well, I just Dude, spoiled it on. for you. We, we saw it together. Not the last movie. We saw the last movie. You just don't remember it. Yeah, Same you don't remember. Me. Just like the last three things that you said, oh, I don't remember that. We never saw it. And then we're like, oh, yeah, we we'll did. See? Uh, one of those things. I really there you go, see. though. We yeah. we haven't seen it in a long Beam time. Beam struggles are only cool in anime. They're not cool in live action. <laughs> yeah. They're just not. Oh, right? So like I so, beg to differ. I will always support a good old beam struggling Godzilla. Okay, that's different. Oh, well, but Godzilla is closer to anime yeah. than it is to live action. I think. Yeah. That's true. That, like, right. Powerful. But I think I think going forward, magic is going to be a really tough cookie yes. for MCU to crack. I mean, it doesn't even was, really need to be though. Yeah, there were so many ways you could go about that. But it, exactly, but they didn't yeah. do it. That's the like, problem. But they should have. They didn't. Doctor but Strange had more interesting is. magic and powers. Yeah. Exactly. It's not really the power struggle that that um 
that that's really a main problem because yeah, I don't I really think, think that's a problem either. Yeah. It's just you can do that, but you can also do other things. Like I'm pretty sure there was a spell if she mm-hmm. could make a frog into a, 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 a what's it? A, a fly, you could do something well, with like, Loki you know, turned, tree roots, whatever. I don't know. It's something Loki, like that. Loki turned Thor into a frog. You know what I wanted to see? Yeah, like, you know what I wanted to see? It would have been cool if it was like out of nowhere, hey, let's make that car. It would have been cool. <laughs> it would have been cool because, but the, like, Wanda has these reality warping powers. Why didn't we see her use them in some cool way? Especially since, yeah, like, exactly. like, Agnes, Agatha had them also because she was absorbing her powers, right? So, like, wouldn't it have been cool if, like, the street started to, like, like some Doctor Strange stuff where the whole environment starts to warp well, and, like, they, attack them? But all she did was the same they, thing she did to Tony Stark in Civil War. She threw a car at her. We've seen that before. No, but th- there was there was one point where Agatha kind of took her reality warping things and, and brought. Um, no, it was the opposite. Wanda Wanda well, remember used her opposite? red wiggly woos to bring Agatha into her past, thinking she could beat her that way. So it was her. Okay. She did that, but but it did happen. They they could have played more yes. on that. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. But instead, they just the ran point. rammed each other, fired red blasts out of each other's hands and did red wiggly woos like pietro said and it didn't really seem evolved from what we've seen from her before no that's just me but even even still doing that weird past thing it was like it was so underwhelming because no i thought that weird past thing was great it was better than the rest of it for me well yeah definitely but even still i felt that was so underwhelming because it was like what you were gonna scare to death and then lock. Well, her she up. did it before. She would just be paralyzed with fear, and then they lock. Remember, her up. she's she's done I that before that... effectively against all of the Avengers. So it, she know, might but... think that she could do it on Agatha and just be like, "I got you now, be like." But she 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 yeah, but... realizing Agatha power Agatha, Agatha was smarter. Yeah, but I just so. feel like playing on people's past is getting sold at this point, and it's getting so underwhelming. The whole show was about it's... her past. Yeah. Well, like. like... <laughs> playing on it with like a fight scene and stuff. That's yeah, like bringing back memories and stuff. it's just that's uh, a power that a lot of a lot of heroes all... and villains have. They like it's like the crow. Yeah. They like grab your head and all your pain returns. It was only cool in the crow. All right, yeah. let's yeah. talk about the star yeah. of the show, right? Let's talk about well the the co star of the show because Vision, Wanda Vision, right? Let's talk about Wanda, mm-hmm. right? So let's talk about her in this episode. We already said that the fight was kind of underwhelming, right? But I'm going to say, to simply summarize, Wanda, for me, other than those couple of moments, was an absolute highlight of this episode, okay? I thought, I thought Elizabeth Olsen knocked some of the really emotional moments out of the park, just like Paul Bettany did. For the whole series. Right? Also. Yeah, 100%. The whole series. I mean, series. I read a great review that puts it this way. She had to be a 50s housewife, a 60s housewife, a 70s sitcom character, an 80s sitcom character, 90s sitcom character, her old Sokovian self, Agreed. her new self, a brainwashed woman. A woman grieving. She played like 70 million different roles in the show. So kudos to Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, the rest of the cast were fantastic. I I enjoyed the emotional moments, like I said, with Wanda in this episode. So, you know, the decisions she had to make were really cool. Obviously, you have the moment where 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 Agatha tells her, like, heroes don't torture people. And she starts to, to open the hex and then realizes that's going to kill her kids and kill Vision and closes it back up. I thought that was a pretty well-played scene for the most part. I thought the ending was fantastic. 
I thought the emotional goodbye with the kids, the emotional goodbye with Vision, some great lines in that scene when she says to Tommy and Billy, thanks for choosing me to be your mom. I think not only was that a great line, but it might end up being something that we come back to later on that has some meaning in it, right? And I thought the goodbye with Vision, where she tells him what he is, quote unquote, right? That he's uh, her memories, her part of the Mind Stone, her love, her grief, that beautifully, wonderfully played scene. Fantastic emotionally, like I said, from her and Paul Bettany, knocked it out of the freaking park. I think, I think the costume is finally a really, really good Scarlet Witch costume. I think it's one of the best costumes we've seen so far, actually, in the MCU. I you, personally you know what it. annoys me? You know what, what annoys me? That, that, it, that costume has been out there in plain sight, and we didn't even yeah. see it. What? It was in the posters. Yeah. Really? What? Yeah, there were bits and pieces of the of the costume in the posters. Posters. Nobody and, and nobody said anything about it. That's the thing that, again, MCU yeah, brilliant. There was some, right? Again, there's some brilliant moments even in this episode. Um, and I definitely loved some of the stuff that we see later on in post credits, which we'll talk about a little bit more. Her her astral projecting like Doctor Strange and like she's having tea in her regular body and studying the freaking dark hold in her astral body. Super dope. That's multi. And there's an Easter egg in that scene too that we will talk about. But so yeah, for me, Wanda was definitely a high point. There was only one part that I'll say I did not like at all in her interactions in this episode is when she when she's basically completed the fight when she's locked up Agatha as a in her mind I guess as a member of that town forever which is kind of a messed up fate but maybe we'll get to that in a moment and, and the implications of that but her conversation with Monica where she apologizes but doesn't apologize to the town for basically like taking over their bodies and lives she's like and, and Monica has this weird moment where she's like they'll never know the sacrifice you made and and Wanda says, it's it's it you know it's it's not going to matter. Well, I agree. It shouldn't matter. You you put a bunch of people uh, under your spell and made them your slaves. Like that was weird. That whole that whole ending of that resolution. I mean, yes, but AJ. in a sense, you also can't like. There aren't really any words for that. They're still going to be pissed either way. Like, oh, hey, guys. So the reason why you were, like, stuck under my thrall for a year is because I wanted to have a nice environment for my fake yeah. kids. Still, like, if she had addressed you, you them, can still say address it, the town, it would have been better. Who doesn't even want to really face that, though? Let's be honest. Because you know what it was to me? She just walked right past all the people in the town and went right up to Monica, like, ignored all of them, said said her piece to Monica, and then left. Like... You know, you know what I'm really afraid of is that um, the the folks over at Marvel, there's going to be no repercussions for her going forward. You know, I don't um, think so. I, but we'll I, there has to be there has to be some repercussions for this because you know what? Again, you know, if you look at it, if you look at it the way the way it's been shaped. Wanda is the reason why we have the Sokovia Accords. She's not the, solely the reason, but her actions in Lagos was really, truly the driving force that said, okay, enough's enough. Yeah. We need to put the Sokovia final, that was the Accords final out straw. there. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that was the final straw. And then, you know, you can say all you want about, you know, she's grieving and, and you know, she's a super and, and this is how people... But you literally hijacked, you held hostage yeah. an entire time. <laughs> 
there has to be some repercussions. And the thing that scares me is that my thing was with this series, I was kind of hoping that they were going to turn Wanda into a villain mm-hmm. because I thought that was really the most interesting endpoint for her in the series. And they didn't, they chose not mm-hmm. to do it in a sense, right? Because she still had that the morality to say, you know what, um, I'm hurting these people. This I have to bring the hex down. Okay, so they they kind of, but at the same time, for nine episodes, she held these people captive, knowing, knowing that they did not want to be there. I'm hoping, you know, and I'm hoping that we get an explanation in well, Doctor see, Strange too. There has to be something because something has because to. Be definitely, I'll let you give that thought. But like, if they don't explain where Doctor Strange was. Number one, because this is his, Which this is wheelhouse. No like somebody messing with reality. Yes, exactly. Number one, and number two, if they don't explain a little bit of the repercussions, like Walt said, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have some issues. But I think they're gonna do it in Multiverse of Madness. But what, what were you gonna say, AJ? I mean, maybe Sword won't go after her because again, Monica's kind of in the mm. knowing, gets it, and then of course you have Nick Fury. But maybe like the U.S. government. Will have more of a bone to pick or with, Doctor Strange. like especially the military. Thunderbolt yeah. Ross has to say somebody's going. Oh yeah, to, for yeah. sure. He's gonna be the one who's gonna be like, okay, so witch hunt. Yeah, yeah. Literally, gotta do something to about it. Somebody's gotta do something you, about it. You know what? I don't. I don't know, but you know what I find completely mm-hmm. weird is that the fact that Monica was apologetic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought yeah. it was weird. It, it, well, yeah. Like everybody else was in was in Wanda's head, just like Monica was. So they all knew it was because of grief. So why? What? Mm-hmm. Just because Monica was only there for a couple of days, maybe is that why she was like, "Oh, it's cool." Everybody else, they were there for a few weeks, so they're like, "Screw you, <laughs> Scarlet Witch, you suck." <laughs> I don't know. I would have figured it would have been like some sort of thing where she she'll tell her like, "You know, there are." consequences you'll have to face sooner or later yes right that would have been better but like there was nothing but i mean they could have done the same i would have even accepted a men in black moment where she she wipes the 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 memories of everybody involved in that i still would have liked to see the implications of that but yes no no i know but but, yeah but exactly i at least there's something where it's like okay i know i messed up let me see how i can fix it instead of i know i messed up Yeah, later. Exactly. I'm out. <laughs> you know? like, and it would have been even better if she, she fixed her mess up with another mess up. Then we get a really cool way exactly. to, set, to set up the rest of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Eli, what, what else did you think about Wanda, I guess, as a character overall? And in this episode, did you like her costume? Do you like where we're going with her? What, what else are your thoughts for Wanda in this episode? Yeah, I, I thought she was really well done, but... Mm-hmm. Like you guys said, there were parts where she could have been uh, portrayed as more of a villain. Because honestly, that's probably what we were all expecting from this. And they screwed that up. You grew up up with Superhero Squad. She was a villain in Superhero Squad, remember? Yes, she was. (laughs) She was was never really a good guy. Yeah, she's always a Um, great character. Well, not always, but she's... Definitely had some of her best storylines when she is a great character. That's some of the best Mm storylines that she has in Marvel Comics. But I don't know. I thought overall it was pretty good. And, you know, we'll see where Wanda's character goes in the future. I'm very excited to see what happens from the end credit scene, at least, that we get. 
Yeah, I was going to say, there, uh, there's still a lot of potential for Scarlet Witch to become a villain because it's finally confirmed in this episode that that book is yep. the Darkhold. Mm-hmm. Agent, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans rejoice. Something from that show actually comes over to them. All right, so I've never seen So it. let's do this then. Like, yeah, that was all about the Ghost Rider arc. Yeah. That was one episode that I saw. <laughs> I think we got ourselves about around to the end of this, but I want to ask, we're going to talk yeah. about the, the that quick Darkhold scene, but let us uh, let me ask you guys real quick about the mid-credit scene real, real quick. I mean, I, I feel it's fairly obvious. You guys might just say affirmative if you agree, but it's obviously setting up Captain Marvel too, right? It's going to set up photon or spectrum or monica rambo whatever her future is going forward in the mcu as a superhero uh some people have speculated that that was the the scroll that she was friends with in captain marvel but no it wasn't because she would have recognized her so i'm just wondering who that is and i'm wondering who sent her um i'm guessing it's nick fury but for what for what reason i guess we shall see what do you guys think about the mid credit scene? Real quick thoughts on that. Um, Walt. <clears throat> um, definitely setting up Captain Marvel 2, maybe even setting up Secret Invasion, mm-hmm. um, you know, because the scrolls obviously are intimately involved in that. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of leaning toward Nick Fury, but I also thought it might've been Thalos. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that was the one that sent him on behalf of Nick Fury. Um, they do our work together. But, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they, they work together. You know, he's he's the guy. I I like I like her enthusiasm. I you know I she was like super excited to head out in space, yeah. and and I like that char- that part of the character of her. You know, where it's she's she's a fledgling superhero. She now has superpowers. She thinks it's really cool. Maybe this is a way to honor her mom. You know. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm curious as to the relationship that she will have with Captain Marvel. You know, they did have um, that, that but hint I'm, I'm, that there was something wrong with the relationship earlier in the, right. in the series. Exactly. So I'm I'm curious as to how that's gonna that's gonna be resolved. But I'm actually excited for her character. I, I, yeah. I want to see more. I, I think the actress portrayed her very very well. Um, and like I said, she's got that enthusiasm. You know that that's that I, I want to see more. Mm-hmm. So and her her powers but, are pretty yeah, cool it, in the comic. It, so I'd like to see more yeah. of that. They showed a little bit of it. In Definitely. This episode. Eli, what did you what did yep. you think of Monica's quick little mid credit scene with the scrolls? Honestly, I didn't really have any feelings about this mm-hmm. because, I mean, it's just it's just there. I don't know what they can do with the scrolls. And I know you're saying Captain Marvel two now, mm-hmm. so. Secret invasion. Yeah. Secret yeah. invasion in the comics. Gonna, they basically they basically take over all of the heroes. Like if you find out that they that all the heroes in Marvel basically were scrolls the entire time. Yeah. So that's something they could do possibly in, in the MCU. Yeah, they're gonna have to change it a little bit, but yeah. what's the dude the uh, scroll who's like combined with like the thing super scroll scroll super scroll that's the one thing that i'm excited for we will probably because i'm yeah i'm thinking that they're gonna lead into him so that is gonna be amazing i feel like yeah we captain marvel we don't have him at some point yeah and we don't have a full sense of the scrolls as a species Mm -hmm. yeah in general we just know that one small faction from captain marvel 
So maybe the scrolls are more nefarious, and then that's where you get super right. scroll. Yeah, I mean, I, really I like even them. think the ones we already have are nefarious. They're just biting just their like time. the comics, right? Yeah. Exactly. So I, I really, really like how they're just like clouded in mystery. It's like you have no idea what the hell yeah. is going on with these credit scenes. Yeah. Right. All right. So let's let's wrap it up with the final post credit scene, which of course. To me, I'll say this has got some huge implications for a couple of reasons. So people are talking about where Wanda is, all right? I think that's number one, and we're going to have to start theorizing again. I'm not going to go too crazy because a lot of our theories, again, were super freaking wrong for WandaVision, but (laughs) a lot of people are theorizing that that is uh, Wanda Gore in, in the end credit scene, which in the comics is one of the bases for the high evolutionary, just saying. And it's mm-hmm. also where in one of Wanda and Pietro's storylines, I think that's where they're born. Like, I'm not always super clear because they've retconned it so much over the years, but I believe that that's tied yeah. to where they're born in the comics. So that's probably going to deal with something. Again, maybe it was just an Easter egg. We'll see. But I think this is this is a really, really cool setup for the MCU going forward. And I do think this, as a small thought, I think there's still a chance, Walt, to your theory that Wanda might end up being a villain of some sort because Agatha definitely says a couple of times, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you started. You're destined to destroy the world. She has all these evil proclamations for her. And there's a kind of a hint of malice to her reading the dark hold at the end there. Right. I think Um, the music that's playing is the music from Dr. Strange. You guys should know in that scene, if you didn't note it. So that's definitely tying it to the Dr. Strange uh, sequel. And also in the comics, again, the precedent, which I'm not going to make any huge bold, bold predictions, like I said, but in the comics, the Darkhold is one of the ways that Wanda gets controlled by malevolent beings like Kathan and all of that. So maybe we'll still see that. What is your guys' thoughts on that whole post credit scene and, and all of that? Uh, AJ, please. Evil Scarlet Witch 20, 29, 29. 20, 28. I, I don't know, but basically, future evil Scarlet Witch confirmed. Yeah, I think that that's that's definitely something that was implicated there. What else did you did you think about that whole scene? I thought it was eerie, and I loved it. One of the things that was cool about it that notes how much stronger she's supposed to be than Doctor Strange, which again Agatha said she's stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme. Right? Uh, I just watched Doctor Strange yesterday. And if you notice in that movie, Doctor Strange can do the astral projection where he's outside of his body, but he can only do it when he's asleep or unconscious. Yeah, it's like really mm-hmm. tough for him to do. Wanda it. was is awake. Is he the Sorcerer Supreme yet? What's that? Is he the Sorcerer no, Supreme? No, yet? he's actually. You know what? Right. He's not. He's not. But I, that's the I other did thing note that I was going to say. That difference in their power was definitely noted in that scene because Wanda can do it while she's fully awake, oh, yeah. and doing whatever she wants. No doubt. Yeah, I was about to say like. They never actually called the ancient one the Sorcerer Supreme. They no? did from the in they the did. movie. They oh, they yeah, did. I saw it yesterday. Oh, okay. Like, so, because I I felt compelled to recap a little bit of that since I feel like it ties in. They do refer to her as the Sorcerer Supreme, and and but they never mentioned Doctor Strange no. as the Only Sorcerer the ancient Supreme. One. So maybe so maybe Agatha is re- referencing the ancient maybe. one. Doctor Strange is on a whole different power level. Even it has still, to be. even still, Scarlet, even still, Scarlet Witch will be much stronger. Yes, 
There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. At least, in the, or she mm-hmm. should be all the time because in the comics she's more powerful than Doctor Strange, and he's never been stronger right. than her, oh. except for a couple of instances where he's yeah. used certain spells and powers, but that's rare. Um, okay, Eli, your thoughts on this final scene? Is that Wandagore? What's up with the Darkhold? Is this tying into Doctor Strange too? Is Wanda evil? Your thoughts? Um, it was I liked what they did it was very eerie like uh, AJ mm-hmm. said mm-hmm. right it was very eerie and very dark but I mean they did it way too late you should have there should have been signs more signs that she would be what, what sort of signs do you mean like you can obviously that she's turning I mean she seems like she's becoming a villain, right? There should have been more signs for like during the episode, but I yeah. think there were, but like we all kind of said, it's, like they didn't, they didn't flesh them out enough, right? Because they have this, they have her controlling people, they have her, they have that part where she lashes out at the townspeople when Agatha frees their minds and they start basically telling her like, "Free us, free us, or kill us," and she like puts the Wanda energy around their necks and starts choking them. So they have all these parts in the episode, but they don't really focus on them. So that's why, to me, like yeah. the, the like Walt said a couple of times, they don't they don't connect in a way that makes her a proper villain or set her up to be a proper villain in an overt way. It's just too under the surface. And I think it would have been better if we were like, oh, man, she's going to be the villain, at least in a way that was more overt. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, thoughts. I don't really have much thoughts on that, but I have theories. So what are the theories? So go ahead. Oh, oh we're boy. Gonna, we're gonna go this is that, that part now. of the episode. If you have any theories, we're going to finish off with that. So what theories and thoughts? She, she starts the multiverse. Who starts the multiverse? Doctor Strange? Wanda. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, is that a given or am I just I don't, like... You know, I don't no, think it's a given. It's very possible. Nothing is ever really given. Like, you know why I don't think it's it, a given? It does seem... I, I feel like at this point, I don't know... Other than just like messing with the wrong magic, I don't have a good theory as to specifically how I feel that she would do it. Although I still think it's a good think chance that she'll be behind it in you know in a very big way. She's yeah. I don't think she'll create the multiverse so to, per se, but I, I think she might, you know, in in messing with the dark hole create that rift. I think like a combination she's of gonna things. try and search Yep. Yeah. I think she's gonna screw it up by trying to search for her children. Because she, yeah. she, it it was oh, too the little whole to, flash syndrome. Yeah, it was too little time to get over something like that, right? So, and she immediately jumps into the dark hold. So I mean, and she hears their voices. Yeah, the so it, it has to be that she's looking for her children, or that could also be temptation. You know what was what? interesting about how they by sh- the entity that controls the book now. Yeah, because it could be like, hey, you could do this. Yeah. Dangle it here. They have they have to be careful that they don't basically do the same thing over again with Wanda though because if they do that it's another cycle of grief which okay cool you could do it a little differently for her kids but it's also her being the villain again which she's already been twice kind of she was the villain when she was introduced she was the villain briefly in this show and then became the hero again and then she's gonna be the villain again which it could work but but, well that's when you. 
I kind of see. I kind of see Wanda is not long for the MCU. To be yeah, yeah she's probably going to die in one of the maybe not a multiverse of madness, but maybe not that far after that. It's possible. Yeah, her her arc. It seems like she's falling down this rabbit hole, and but yet there's still there's still a lot of redeeming qualities mm-hmm. about her. And so you know maybe she's one of these characters that get gets redeemed at the end and stuff. That's that seems the way that you know Wanda's arc is kind of trending. She's, she's you know? Dark Phoenix in the MCU. I mean, yeah, right. Because the Scarlet I, I, I Witch kinda, seems like a kind of like an entity that that inhabits people just like the Dark Phoenix does or the Phoenix Force. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of like yeah. that. I I will say there's something I noticed actually in the final scene that I thought was interesting. I don't know if you guys what you guys thought of this but the way that they shot that final scene it was almost like like billy and tommy's spirits were going to visit her because it's a one shot that goes and zooms into the house follows her into the room where she's astral projecting projecting and then it goes right in her face and that's when you hear their voices so it's almost a hint like their spirit is out there somewhere because she did create spirits and souls and at least that's the implication from from what i saw i don't know I don't know, I guess, but it's not a bad theory. Uh, I don't know. What are the, what are the theory? You guys have any other thoughts and theories? I'm kind of dry. Like I said, I don't, I maybe haven't watched this episode over and over again enough times to kind of see where, I, where it's going to go. Other than what we kind of discussed already. Do you guys have any other thoughts or theories? Well, me, I just think that this whole series shows just how far Wanda is willing to go. Mm-hmm to do things so when a thing like mephisto kython dangles her children Mm -hmm. in front of her i think that's gonna willingly make her a villain however involuntary it might so you're still believing and thinking and i'm not saying that you're wrong but i just want to make sure we're clear you think it's going to be end up being a kython or a mephisto in the end anyway even though we didn't get type character type character yeah uh, I, nightmare. I, yeah. That's true. Nightmare, nightmare is another character that that's been bandied. It around. can't be the devil though, you know, because then they won't be able to release this movie in China, and Marvel can't can't afford to do that. I'm I'm just I'm just still annoyed that Doctor Strange didn't make a, an appearance somewhere in this, or at know? least even one of like his sorcerer dudes. <laughs> yeah, uh, Wong. I Wong. Wong would been when I love the Wong. fact that the Darkhold is out there and there's like no. Oh, there's there's this really, you know, powerful book piece of literature out there, and there's like no. I mean, it, it's like you said before. This is his wheelhouse. He, you know, the Avengers are there to protect the Earth. You know, Doctor Strange and his ilk are supposed to be protecting the mystical realm. Well, you know what? You just had you just had a threat. You know, a code red on a mystical level and you don't even show yeah. up. I, I mean, it, it just seems out of place. I know? think that they could put, um, put some good story on it in the multiverse of madness to explain it, but we, we will really see if that's what they end up doing. Yeah, but, Cause they could maybe explain yeah. that something that he was doing. Dr. Strange, in the comics, sometimes he'll go off somewhere and try to like figure out a spell or like an incantation. And he's gone for a while just to go get that spell so he can whoop somebody's butt. So, but maybe he's got lackeys. 
He's got yeah, staff. But they can't take out Wanda. I mean, think of it this way. Think of it this way. He can't stop Wanda, and they can't stop Wanda if she really, really wants to do what she wants, right? So maybe he has to go get some sure. power or or something in order to stop her, and that's where he was. But at, mm. at the very least, you got to investigate, yeah. right? And see exactly what's you going on. Sent a private investigator. Yeah. Maybe he sent. Maybe he sent uh, Jimmy. You know what would have been interesting? Yeah, maybe Jimmy's. He works for maybe him. Jimmy's. Uh, the meat puppet. Yeah, he works with him. You know what would have been interesting is if, because maybe, now this is going to be far uh-huh. out there, but then it would have been better if this actually played. Well, here's what I was thinking. What yeah. if they do know the dark cold was out there, but a sub plan of Agatha's was to hide in the hex because technically no one knew about it until people were like, okay, well, wait, a whole town's missing. Yeah. Otherwise, no one Doctor really Strange knew. Known, I think he might have, but I'm I'm still gonna go yeah, with the theory that he was going to find some some special power uh, that that would have popped up on his magic yeah, radar. Absolutely, yeah. or somebody else's. Again, yeah. like his radar. Like, yeah, <laughs> his magic his magic radar. radar would definitely be tingling in that moment. I feel. Yeah. But and we'll then I guess to maybe what would have rectified mm-hmm. it is if they showed guys like Wong coming to investigate yeah. like hey you said that I think Walt that we know this wrong. which Agatha might be here we felt the dark hold when the seams were starting to come apart and when this thing expanded and that good, would have been a good segue into that and a good tie into the movie you yeah know? you know what also I, so. I think maybe I just kind of thought of um, from watching Doctor Strange yesterday if you remember they have the power to go into the mirror dimension and then they can't be seen and they're not interacting with the real world. Maybe somebody was there and they were waiting for things to get there really out of hand, or maybe they were doing little things that. in the background. True. Maybe they were the ones that allowed Jimmy to speak to Wanda through the radio. Like who knows? Maybe there's something that they were doing in the background. And I feel like if multiverse of madness integrates that in a really good way, then, then, I'll actually end up enjoying this show a little bit more, right? So we have that standard sometimes where you wait for like where the story goes. So if it integrates that in a nice way, then I'm going to like this even more. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like the whole Superman um, Metropolis fight scene, and then all of a sudden in BVS we see it from Ben Affleck's yeah. perspective. You know, that, that's a good way of, of putting. Even it. in the MCU, the Battle of New York in Endgame, when they go back, remember that you find out that the 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 magicians of the MCU, the ancient ones, and all of them, they were fighting against just the, the oh, forces. They were. And, yeah, they remember they're on the rooftops in Endgame, trying to block and fight oh. all of the oh. all of the bad guys that Loki and Thanos sent. So maybe it'll be something like that. That's why I was thinking maybe it might end up being something like that, but. Like I said, yeah, we'll see works. what what they end up doing with it. Are you are you guys excited to see multiverse the mad a multiverse of madness more or oh, less? For sure, for yeah. sure. I just honestly, Wandavision just made me set my expectations higher for cool. that. So I agree. Right now, I'm super excited for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, that that I'm just salivating to and Loki, especially with everybody talking about how it's in the, it's kind of in the vein of. Um, what what does they say? Winter, winter Soldier, the vein of the Winter yeah. Soldier, you mm-hmm. know, which is one of my favorite MCU oh. films. So if they kind of okay. replicate that on a series level, oh boy! <laughs> All right. So we had our thoughts on on the episode overall, on the moments, on our favorite 
details with characters and plot points, some that weren't great, some that were. So let's rate the series, I think, right? Overall, you guys think it's time to rate the series overall? Let's let's do do it. it. All right, so I'll start. Um, I am going to give WandaVision the series, the series. Man, I'm kind of, I'm stuck in a little middle point here, but I think overall I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I think if this if this final episode had hit a little bit better and ended a little bit better, it would have been an eight out of five or maybe even a nine for me. But I think overall, it it definitely was a very, very good show. And in a weird way, I guess I'll try to explain this as best as I can. It both exceeded my expectations and then it in the end, it kind of fell flat on some of my expectations. And I think it's because... I was really excited about this show for a while. This is actually the MCU TV show that I've been most excited about. I don't know if I mentioned that to you guys. Oh, outside Me too, of, actually. Yeah. Other than Loki and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm very excited about those as well. Do not get me wrong. Super excited. But this was the one I was most excited about because I've read the Vision comic and I really liked how they did the storylines in that. And then when it came out, I was like, awesome. This is, this is a, about as good, maybe even better than I expected because of how complex and interesting the story was going to be and how different it was going to be. But then, like I said, like we've all kind of said in in the end, some of it fell a little flat, right? So that's where it kind of, it the expectation that built up while I was watching the show, which ended up being even higher than the high expectation I had already set before I watched the show, ended up being slightly disappointed. So yeah, for me, it is an eight- out of 10. What about you guys? So me, I'm just finally that we have magic good and proper. Mm -hmm. That's one of the big takeaways for me from this show. Yes, you kind of had it with Doctor Strange, but it was more of a like, it was edging along the science-y part. Yeah. Here, it just, it's outright good and Mm -hmm. proper. Thank you. Runes and spells and all that. And like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then, like you said, it it was. I'm gonna make an analogy to something I often do in GTA. <laughs> I'll have a really good send off when I hijack a okay. plane, and it'll be soaring high and nice for really. Well, this is a really good time, and then somewhere along the way, I'm not gonna say this show crashed into a blimp, <laughs> but. It did certainly start to meander a bit downwards on the last yeah. episode because I didn't. To me, it didn't feel like it was complete. Yeah. It's so, a bridge. Uh, yeah. Uh, so for me, I give this an eight point five. Okay. I'm not gonna give it the nine because, again, while I liked all the other stuff, you know, there was still that weirdness at the mm-hmm. end. But again, on the flip side, like I said, it got magic. <laughs> and then, of course, I just really like the story with Wanda, period. Yeah. So, yeah, 8.5. That's, that's all right. Uh, Walt, how about you, sir? What did you think about it overall? Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of agreeing with everybody here. I think I think the first set of episodes were were superior Um to the last one and so um you know the last one had a it had a tough task no doubt you know it, it had to kind of you know wrap up all of these 
I wouldn't I wouldn't say confusing, but but complicated storylines. You know, um, uh, I think they. I, I liked how they framed the first set of episodes in that in that sense, the whole sitcom mm-hmm. thing, and it made sense based on her story backstory, where you know she loves sitcoms, so obviously that's something that made her comfortable enough, and that was her reality. You know, when when you think of things like that, you always want to be comforted by the things that yeah, you know. That was a really and super so, creative high point for the show, right? Great exactly. Concept. So the way that they did it I, again was far superior toward the end i they they had a tough time sticking the landing i think they did it well but Mm -hmm. you know after seeing you know the series previously you know i was expecting something more satisfying and i I, yeah i think that was the issue um i'm actually glad that they didn't try to force a villain in this last episode Mm -hmm. Um, because I think it yeah. would have done a disservice to that person and stuff, or that character. But overall, I, I think I'm going to agree with you guys. I'm I'm at the eight out of ten for okay. this series. I think it's it was well done. There was nothing wrong with the performances. I thought they were all great. I think the last episode had a tough time sticking yeah. the landing. I think the last episode kind of was like a seven and a half when I was hoping for a nine. And that brought it all down. Right, exactly. It was still entertaining, but just not enough. Maybe it would have benefited from like five more minutes or something like that to flesh it out a little bit more. And let's get to the man of the moment. The cringe lord. The man of the hour. The cringe lord. You are the cringe lord. Eli, what are your final thoughts on WandaVision this series and what's your rating for it? Yeah, you guys know I'm already, I'm I'm a little bit harsher Mm -hmm. (laughs) when it comes to rating. How much harsher in this case, though? Well, I'll give you it. It, it wasn't by much. Seven. That's good. That's still solid. I'm going to use another analogy. Right. I, I just didn't like the last episode mm-hmm. at all, honestly. But, like, it's like it, it was like a staircase in a tower, and then somebody just blew up one side of the <laughs> tower. So that staircase was just, like, completely destroyed. So you couldn't go. Oh, up. so I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and you had to go straight back down. It's like it all came crumbling apart. Okay. I mean, that's in line with what go. we said in, in some points. I agree. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's your that's your final thoughts on the episode. I think that all right. works. All right. So WandaVision. Uh, man, we got through it, and it was entertaining. It seems like everybody enjoyed it. Um I'm just happy that we got some MCU stuff back. I'm glad. I mean, I'll say this much, and I think this kind of reflects our feeling from the very beginning, and it still continues to this moment, even if the show wasn't as great as we wanted it to be. We're still all kind of happy that the MCU is back. We're not feeling that fatigue. I'm I'm happy to see, like Walt, you said, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm really excited to see Loki now. So, And we're going to get it right away. So I'm looking forward to it. And... Thank you, Marvel, for giving us WandaVision, another awesome show that we can definitely, definitely sink our teeth into and talk a little bit more about even theory-wise in the future as we get to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. All right, so that's it. We're going to wrap it up for you guys. As before, we want to thank you if there were any issues during the episode with audio, and thank you for bearing with us if you had any issues with that audio. A reminder any feedback is welcome from the fans so please let us know if you had any issues with the audio if you like something about the episode 
you have some thoughts about a future episode, please let us know. As before, as noted earlier in the episode, and as always, the best way to support your favorite podcast crew, of course, is to like, rate, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You know the spiel. You can find us where all of your favorite podcast platforms are sold. So guys, get out there, support us, like, rate, share, and subscribe. Thank you to our fans very, 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 very much. And from the Get Keep Podcast crew, I'm going to say to y'all out there, stay geeky, my friends. Woot, woot.